of Robinson Rolls having a natter and today I'm having a natter with David Sillerton. Hello I'm very much looking forward to having a natter today <laughs> with Simon Robinson. <laughs> Thanks Dave and uh, we're going to be talking today about um, Earl Shilton Town Council. Is that any relation to Peter Shilton ex-England footballer? Not as far as I know no, not no, as a great be. question though. Um, Earl Shilton Town Council and Kay Miller are the most eagle-eared amongst you will be thinking hang on a second the respondents come first there. Usually it's the claimant be the respondent. Ooh. Well spotted. This is because we're now dealing with an appeal Ooh. in the EAT. And the appellant is the respondent, which means the claimant in the claim is the, is the respondent in the appeal. Mind blown. It really is, isn't it? In no. fact, I think we'd probably better stop there. I'm confused already. <laughs> Good stop. Don't, don't worry, um, dear listener. We won't stop there. Um, or worry, we won't stop there. We're going to... We're going to crack on, and yeah. um, this is a, this is a very uh, interesting uh, case involving toilets, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all of your favourite conversations, <laughs> <laughs> it involved going to the toilet <laughs> or dreams. But this one isn't yeah. about this one isn't about dreams. <laughs> no, please let's never have a podcast where we have to go through any of your dreams. It's not because they're particularly dark or disturbed yeah, yeah. dear listener they're yeah. just incredibly dark no, I, mean, I think that's harsh <laughs> I, think, I don't agree with that category at all so I mean, for any of you you've heard my zombie dreams or my rats dreams or uh my haunted house dreams or my flying dreams Actually, now I'm saying them out loud, they do sound quite dull, but... Um, well, why do you have that moment of realisation when you're telling me that when I'm doing anything to kind of look elsewhere, look busy? And... <laughs> well, look... It's a light bulb moment. Yeah, one, one, one day we'll do a dream in the in the podcast and then let, let people decide for themselves. Yeah, sometimes the people listening to the podcast fall asleep and therefore dreams. That's ironic, isn't it? Yeah, it is ironic. Mm, yeah. So um, so in this case, the, the claimant um, was a, an office clerk, and I suppose the job quite really matters, but there it is for completeness. And she she um, worked for the for the council, and the, the council uh, has a building, it operates a building owned by uh, the the, uh, the Methodist church nearby, and the building hosts a play group. So Anyway, the men's toilets are the part of the building used by the respondent, and the women's toilets are the part used by the playgroup. And the um, the downside of that was that um, uh, the children attend the playgroup, so um, female employees had to attract the attention of one of the playground staff if they wanted to use the women's toilets, and then wait until the toilets had been checked to see if a child was present, and obviously sort of safeguarding yeah. measure there, which is which is which is uh, understandable. But it wasn't always easy to attract the attention of one of the uh, playgroup staff. Um, and uh, this arrangement was uh, not suitable for the claimant if uh, if she needed to use the toilet urgently. So then uh, at some point, um, the town clerk offered female employees the use of the, the men's toilets, um, which doesn't even sound fantastic 
as an offer anyway, but it got even it got even worse because I mean, as a man, it just sounds unpleasant. Yeah, anyway, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, yeah. You know, so for a woman, it's like, ooh, have yeah. you thought of the men's toilet? So anyway, the men's toilet consisted of a single cubicle and a trough urinal, <laughs> as if it could become any less appealing. <laughs> a trough urinal. I, I don't think it was also used for sort of cattle feeding. No, no. But, uh, I just think it just reflects the shape of the of the urinal. I mean, I don't know how many various types of urinal shape there there, yeah. there are, how they're defined. If you know, please do write in. Yeah. Answer on a postcard to Robinson Ralph Urinals dot <laughs> com. <laughs> yeah, that would be wheelie, wheelie. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it would be. Um, yeah. Anyway, good. there was a sign that should be placed on the door when the toilet was being used by a woman. But, uh, dear listener, surprise, surprise. It wasn't always used. And the only facility suitable for women was the single cubicle. I don't know why the, the tribunal um, or the AT needed to make that clear, as if we we're going to think, oh, did they use the trophy rival as well? As well. So so clearly the women... Could have been a she-wee. Could have been a she-wee, but then mm. why would they have gone into the... Well, exactly. The toilet. So the only facility suitable for women was... Is there a he-wee for when you're driving? Mm. Uh, no, a she-wee is... It just don't. You can direct it, 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 the the direction of the Wii. Oh, I thought it was like women to use at festivals, so they can use urinals. Is it? Oh, I thought it was for. I thought it was bottles that you, no. that they weed in. No. You live and learn. <laughs> anyway, okay. So you don't need a heatwave in that case. But no, you, no. Yeah. So you shouldn't anatomically be, already there. Yeah, weeing when you're driving anyway is probably quite dangerous, isn't it? I've always wondered why in cars they just didn't they couldn't build a toilet into the driver's seat like a hole that goes through to the floor. Yeah, but not. A bit less crude than that, obviously, like mm. an airplane thing or something. Not where it just dropped it in the, in the, on the road behind you. Yeah, I don't think they have them in airplanes either. Do they have airplane seats? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I've never flown next to you <laughs> now. <laughs> no. I told you that technology hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> you, you get my <laughs> point. It again. You get my point. Um, <laughs> if somebody can invent a, a, like a toilet seat slash driver's seat, yeah, yeah, can get on with that, please, Elon Musk. <laughs> so, um, uh, fact, he, it could be used to fuel the car. Yeah, why hasn't he thought of that? Isn't it? Yeah, that would yeah. save the planet. It would, wouldn't it? Look at me. It would. Yeah. Where's my knighthood? So uh, there was a sign that should be placed in the door. Oh yeah, we talked about the sign thing. Anyway, uh, uh, so they get into the cubicle could only be accessed by passing the urinal. Perhaps unsurprisingly, um, there was no lock in the main entrance door to the men's toilets. And so there was a risk of a man entering the facility, regardless of the sign on the door, which meant that the women, uh, or the woman, sorry, the claimant might see a man using the urinal without knowing he was there, um, having used the lab in the cubicle or entering the men's toilet. And um, so uh, the claimant used the women's toilet if she could, but often had no choice uh, but to use the men's toilet if you know, she was in a hurry. And also there was no sanitary bin. And uh, she complained about that. Um, and it was not for uh, another uh, five or six months that the uh, church arranged for an internal lock to be fitted to the external door to the men's toilet that could prevent access to the men's toilet when the cube was being used by a woman. And they also provided a sanitary bin. And it was only emptied on request by the by the claimant. So it sounds like an all right. You had to contact the um, the, the caretaker. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, it sounds like they've really just been massively inconsiderate, on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so anyway, she claimed uh, that it, 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 the arrangement resulted in sex discrimination um, to the tribunal. Dave, Dave, just tell us what happened next. Yeah. So well, she so she claimed originally direct sex discrimination and harassment, although the allegation 
application of harassment wasn't pursued. So the claim and the appeal centered around um, direct discrimination, whether or not um, this differential treatment in terms of the provision of toilet facilities um, amounted to a detriment to the claimant, um, whether it was um, because of uh, sex and the respondent had sort of flagged up a comment by the tribunal in the judgment that um, it, 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 one of the reasons for um, having to, well, the reason for having to attract attention and not being able to go in there just immediately um, was the safeguarding that, mm. that we mentioned. Mm. So there was no claim of indirect um, discrimination. And so it was just direct discrimination about the difference in, in, in treatment. And um, uh, the, the tribunal judgment, which was ultimately upheld by the Employment Appeal Tribunal, um, said, uh, we're in no doubt that the claimant's been subjected to a detriment, um, and they relied on the case of Shamoon, which I can never say without no, without thinking oh. about, um, uh, what's it, who is it? Um, Bo Selector. Yeah, Bo Selector, oh. when he did his Michael Jackson Shamoon. impersonation. Shamoon. Shamoon. I think it was Shamoon. Okay, well, I still yeah. can never. Oh, I think of Shamoon. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a Oh. Whale. Yeah. yeah, 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 the killer whale. So we're both right. We're both right in a way. <laughs> in our own, in our own way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I mean, a detriment will be something that any reasonable person or employee would consider to yeah. be a detriment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. reasonable. We're reasonable. Just we're normal, normal, reasonable people. That's it. Here, yeah. aren't we? Nothing yeah. suspicious happening. <laughs> yeah. um, any reasonable person could reasonably consider not having immediate direct access to toilet facilities, um, the risk of seeing a person of the opposite sex using toilet facilities, uh, and not having a bin in which to dispose of sanitary products as a series of uh, detriments. I mean, I don't massively enjoy being in the rhino with loads of other blokes having a wee either side of me. No, no, it's not ideal. No. Is it? Well, no. It does beg the question why you spend so much time hanging around the public toilets at least. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you were going to go that way. I thought you were going to say, this is all in your house. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, so, so we've got uh, detrimental treatment, but we still need to consider from the tribunal's perspective whether or not it was less favourable than a comparator and also whether or not that reason was sex um so they uh, they noted that at no point until may 2017 was um mr jackson so uh, the other man the man with whom she worked or indeed any other man working for the respondent in the position of not having immediate access to, to toilet facilities um and at no point did the man with whom she worked have to inform a caretaker um, still one of the opposite sex, that the bin needed emptying of intimate uh, waste. So the tribunal said, it's clear in our judgment, this is a case of inherent discrimination. Um, all women are in a less favourable situation than all men, sex being the reason for the treatment um, in the nature of the... Uh, sex, sex is, in the nature of the arrangements, the reason for the treatment. So we don't need to go on to consider the motivation, you know, what was in the mind um, of the uh, of the employer, uh, which meant that um, there was no mileage for the respondent in that safeguarding argument and saying, well, look, the reason she had to uh, um, attract somebody's attention, see whether or not it was okay to go into the toilet, uh, was was safeguarding, not her her sex. Well, 
coming back to it, essentially the reason she was um, uh, unable to immediately access the toilets was her, her, her sex because the um, Methodist church didn't have facilities for um, for women to, to use the toilet uh, easily. Um, they said that it's important to note the statute's concerned with less favourable treatment, not different um, uh, treatments, so applying different requirements in a dress code, for example, to men and women doesn't necessarily result in less favourable treatment, but here that um, clearly was the, the case. Um, so, yeah, no error of law in the tribunal's judgment, and the EAT said um, 